on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. We had Wrestle Kingdom 17 happen this week. It happened yesterday morning on the East Coast. Um, we're not going to talk about that quite yet because neither of us have watched it. Decent chance Joe doesn't watch it at all. Um, I'm probably going to watch it this weekend, so I'll give a quick rundown of my thoughts on it next week. Um, but we will be we, we know some things that happened. Obviously, the, the the big news. We'll we'll talk about that here in the in the beginning here in the news portion. Uh, got some pay per view or premium live event news for this year in the WWE schedule. Uh, Vince McMahon is uh, making our worst nightmares come true. Weekly recap and retro beer ratings from this week, which was Backlash 2000 which I thought was a decent show. Didn't have all the oohs and ahs of a WrestleMania 2000, but I enjoyed the shit out of it. Really did. Just the WWF in 2000 was just hitting on, it was firing on all cylinders. It was absolutely wonderful stuff. As always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DDT WrestlePod. Joe, you ready to go? Yep. Oh, let's go. Welcome into episode 87 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I am Dylan. I'm joined by Joe. And Wrestle Kingdom 17 happened yesterday, Joe. We, I'm going to watch it this weekend. You may or may not be watching it. It's up to you. Not if we still have to watch a retro pay-per-view for next week. Uh, let's, let's figure it out now. We could either uh, watch that and talk about it in full next week as if it were a pay-per-view we were watching, or we do a retro. Regardless, I'll watch Wrestle Kingdom. So it doesn't um, really matter to me. I don't I don't think that there's any reason to talk about it in full next week. Yeah. I think I'll just give a quick rundown. I'll watch it. I'll uh, I'll let you know if you ever get around to it what matches you should watch. But it's probably gonna be I'm thinking the only Omega Osprey. <laughs> Yeah, the only like match I could really see myself watching is Omega and Osprey. Um, yeah, so. and like I like I'm really looking forward to watching Okada and Jay White as well. Oh yeah, that's uh, good. but yeah, I I heard Omega and Osprey was fucking amazing match of the year already on January fourth. So I don't know. I feel like they say that every year. Wrestle Kingdom always puts out some sort of match of the year candidate, but I don't. I don't. It usually doesn't win. Usually, there's usually something better. Uh, but I would say more like the I guess the bigger news for casual wrestling fans is uh, Sasha Banks or Mercedes Monet made her new Japan pro wrestling debut with some weird looking hair 
uh, a terrible attempt at a DDT and uh, and an awkward promo and terrible entrance music. Oh yeah, I I never pay attention to New Japan entrance music because it's never good. I don't I don't get it. Whoever's whoever's right whoever's I don't know, composing the entrance music over there don't ever go to WWE because it would it just was, I wouldn't want to hear that. It was really bad. Like, I I like it. Okada's. I liked Kenny's old one. I liked Osprey's old one. Obviously, Jericho's entrance music was him. It was Fozzie. It's his. It's his own music. I'm not going to count that. Like, there's not really many other ones that I really care for and that really stand out to me. Yeah. Well, this was bad. This this was very bad. <laughs> um. Also, like everything else about her, her debut. So, I think if it was were truly a surprise, then it still would have been exciting, despite how cringy the whole thing was. Um, right. But it wasn't a surprise. Everyone knew it was going to happen because they've already announced the match in February. Yeah, that she, I, I watched the clip the and fight. I watched the clip and Kevin Kelly. I think it's still Kevin Kelly was like, "Oh, the rumors are true. She's here." Oh, he, he called it the worst kept secret. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, like, since it wasn't actually a surprise, um, I separated that out and just thought of it as a as as someone coming out and challenging and. Her hair was cool. I'll give her that. Um, you thought the hair was cool? I didn't think it was the worst thing ever. Um, yeah, so I thought the hair was fine. I think but Derpy her... Kane had better hair. What's that? I think Derpy Kane had better hair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so starting with the promo, it was just like stereotypical promo, really cringy. Uh, she was using her bank on that stuff the entire time and uh i'm like that's not supposed to be your character anymore you're she's your name using is not... like all of her catchphrases yeah she's, like what... she's, she said i'm the uh, blueprint the blah 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 the blah 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 yeah uh, and then she said and you could bank on monet and i was like oh i hate everything that, <laughs> that was like the right worst now. and then she tried final line ever yeah and then she tried that awkward ddt into a, a uh what what was it what was her uh the bank statement she tried to like a DDT into the bank statement, but then missed the bank statement is what it looked like to me. No, it's supposed to be. Um, I saw somebody in the replies because I watched the video on Twitter. I saw someone in the replies. It was like, this is what this move is supposed to look like. And when she flipped Kyrie off of her back, the DDT was supposed to be fluid with that entire motion. Instead, she flipped Kyrie off of her back. Kyrie lands on the ground and then she tries to <laughs> Hit a DDT while she's already laying on the ground. It was like so bad. I don't know who's at fault there, but it, just, it, it didn't work. Maybe it's just because of how they landed poorly that I thought that uh, I thought that it was supposed to go into a bank statement because it almost looked like that that is what was going to happen mm -hmm. is that she was going to apply the bank statement. When I saw it first, I, when I saw it at first, I was like, the fuck was that? Like, is it was a botch. <laughs> it was so weird. It's like. Not what you want to see from your from your debut when you're leaving the the WWE. Yes, I don't know. Uh, they have a a match at some point in February at some show that I probably won't watch. Um, yeah, I mean, she's she's on her oh, I see. outside of WWE tour. We'll see how it goes. Some people are very successful. Some people cannot survive outside of the WWE. 
And I'm kind of interested to see how it goes because I'm trying to actually think right now. This kind of just came to mind, but like, is Sasha Banks the first person to leave WWE that was like homegrown in WWE? Like, she didn't start wrestling till she got in NXT. Like, a lot of is people. She the only one? Is she all right? Most notable? Um, I think that's pretty fair to say. I'm trying to think but... of someone else who did. I guess you could count Cody. But he's uh, been I mean, wrestling yeah, like his entire life. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and he he is an FCW guy. Um, but there's there's got to be more to like going all the way back to OVW, like Brock Lesnar, I, or are you just looking modern era? I era. I guess we could just look at modern era, but yeah, I guess Brock Lesnar did it too. I mean, I I would. People would call me dumb to say that he didn't find success because he was the New Japan or IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, but like he didn't stay in wrestling. Like he he seemed like he didn't want to be a wrestler because he went and ventured out and did all kinds of other shit and found success not in the NFL well, honestly, but in the I UFC. Sasha Banks might be the modern day Brock Lesnar, except she stuck around WWE for so much longer. Brock's exit from WWE was the same way. He didn't Where, think he was getting what he deserved, so he just kind of walked out. And then he went to New Japan and then he won the title and then he walked out of New Japan too with the yeah. title. Are we seeing like Sasha might be the, the modern day Brock? We'll see if she wins the, the woman's title and then uh, oh, she's going to win it. <laughs> yeah. She's 1000% going to win it. Walks away with it and then they make a new title belt and then comes back and they have to do a battle of the two belts. Oh my God. What was that? Was that? I forget who he faced. I I, I forget how that Brock Lesnar storyline ended. Like who he who won the belt after they stripped him of it, but he re refused to return the belt. I have no idea. I, I did know. not watch back then. I just looked into it. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's like a fair uh, that's a fair comparison. At I mean, at least at this point. Um, yeah. I I guess only time will tell as far as like if whether or not that'll be true. But I think that's that's interesting. That's an interesting take on it see how it'll play out other news real quick money in the bank was announced today that it'll be in london at the o2 arena on july 1st so they're at least keeping one of the gimmick pay-per-views i don't think we had any reason to believe that money in the bank was going anywhere um but i think potentially well we'll we'll see with this other news that came up but uh we had kind of talked about it before that the gimmick pay-per-views are probably going to go away yeah, but now I think, I think is, is still there. So yeah, I think well, I think this is the one gimmick pay per view that I'm cool with. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm okay with it too. So uh, I'm okay. I'm like honestly, I'm okay with elimination chamber too. No, I like when an I like when an elimination chamber match happens, quote unquote, organically. It's so much fun. Um, same with like a Hell in a Cell match, and like the rivalry cannot be contained, has to end in Hell in a Cell. So good. Instead of just forcing it down our throats, you know, being like, oh, it's uh, it's this month of the year. This uh, this feud that's just now starting up needs to be inside Hell in a Cell. Oh, I was right. What happened? It was uh, the rock thing. Yeah, I, I thought it was Kurt Angle. Oh, it really? Was. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't want to say Kurt Angle because then I, I thought like, well, then he's just going to accuse me of mixing it up with that their WrestleMania match. But no, I wouldn't Kurt. have accused you of shit. Mm -hmm. Being a big dumb stupid head. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was when Kurt was the TNA World Heavyweight Champ too. Interesting. All right. Um. Last piece of news. 
I didn't read too much into this because it pissed me off. Vince McMahon coming back, allegedly made a press release today, I think, that he's coming back. There's uh, talks of selling. I don't know what he's selling, if he's selling the whole company, if he's selling like media shares or what. I think regardless, this is just a all-around terrible move that really nobody has control over, and it sucks. All right. Let's uh let's go with Dream Buyers if he comes back to sell the sell the company. Dream Triple H. I don't think Triple <laughs> H has enough money. Um I don't Stephanie think Ste- McMahon. Stephanie or Triple H have enough money. To, Stephanie like, McMahon to and Triple H combined. I would love to see uh my boy Dwayne Johnson. There's a zero percent chance. That would be pretty funny though, because uh The Rock has bought the XFL. Yeah. So <laughs> if he comes back around and buys the WWE. I just, I don't know. I I feel like that would just be a way for us to just dream that The Rock would be around more often. But in reality, like, no, I don't think it would. It would mean he would be around more, more often. I mean, he definitely would be around more often than he is now. Oh I yeah, feel like he almost has to be, right? Well, um, unless he was an absentee owner, I guess he can own a company and and then have nothing to do with it. Realistically, like Vince McMahon has done for the past couple months. Yeah, uh, if he's still it, the majority shareholder. That's true. Um, I don't know if I were to like bet on it, I would bet that it would be some sort of like Fox executive or USA and slash NBC executive that has half of the TV rights right now. Whichever one of those two big media companies, it it would be like a group of them to buy it, and once that happens, it's going to be. In my like, at, at that point, it would be fucking unwatchable. Doesn't matter what Triple H does, it'd be unwatchable. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I just feel like it would have this brand new, full on PG, not even like a hint of PG thirteen in it. Like, the wrestling would not be good. The storylines would be terrible. I don't know. It would. It would it, just. It would be so bad. Maybe Shahid Khan will buy it. Yeah. <laughs> That would be funny. That would be fucking hilarious, actually. I don't know who else yeah. could do it. Yeah, I mean, the company itself, like, and he doesn't have to buy, like, all Trump. of the shares. He just has to, Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> You'd love to see it. <laughs> That's what you said. I didn't say that. I'm uh, trying to, I'm just trying to think of rich people and I can't think of rich people. <laughs> Oprah Winfrey. No. Uh, like, I'm thinking of, like, crazy rich people. Like, would Jeff Bezos buy it? Probably fucking not. He owes half of his riches to his wife anyways, or his ex-wife. Oh, I was going to say Elon Musk, but he just lost uh, $2 billion. Uh, and also, he just bought Twitter with the Saudis, Oh yeah. um, <laughs> which means he already has a relationship with Saudi Arabia. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Maybe All the we... are going to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. <laughs> all the... All the... <laughs> All the Raws and SmackDowns are here in the in North America, but every pay per view is in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah, cr- sponsored by uh, Twitter. We get, an, we get an equivalent. Uh, we get an equivalent to Crown Jewel in America every once in a while. Yeah, WWE Wrestle- is coming home. <laughs> <laughs> Saudi Arabia. <laughs> oh oh shit! Funny. All right. Um, let's get into this week's retro beer ratings. We had a pretty good show this week. Backlash 2000. Let's start with signs, Joseph. I didn't get a whole lot of signs. 
Um, I didn't either. So I'll go with, I'll go. I, there were a lot of signs out there, just none of them were very good. So I'll just go with my recently outed person, which oh. is Falk. He's Falk. gay. Yep, sure is. Uh, I'll go with my favorite, which said uh, Dutch clutch all day long. Joe, do you know what a Dutch clutch is? I don't know what a Dutch clutch is. I had to Urban Dictionary um, this. Give a guess. What is it? Mm, a Dutch clutch. It's like when you shit in someone's vagina. <laughs> you were really close, honestly, with shit. It's not a sexual maneuver. It says to grip the rim of the toilet seat with intense force while relieving yourself of some major bad food. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I, I saw that sign and I was like, I wonder what a Dutch clutch is. I, I honestly thought I was like, oh, it sounds like some sexual maneuver on Urban Dictionary. So I looked it up and it's Nope, it's it's just having diarrhea really bad, so bad that you grip the the toilet seat. See, you went so they the the actual definition is clutch as in you're clutching something. I went like a clutch as in a purse, which is why I went. Oh yeah, with, uh, the old coin purse, mm. <laughs> the pink purse, <laughs> the purse of life. Yes. All right. What else you got? <laughs> Um, I, well, in general, I just had that, 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 that there were a bunch of APA signs, even though they were still referred to as the acolytes, mm. it seems like we're moving more towards APA than the acolytes. Oh, but Joseph, but if you look at the Wikipedia page for their match, signs to, to prove it, if you look at their Wikipedia page for their match, it actually said APA did not say the acolytes. Hmm. So I think they, at okay. this time they were being referred to as the APA, the acolyte. They were announced as, as acolytes. Yeah, yeah, they were. But but their association with Undertaker has been gone for so long. Like Taker's gone. Yeah, he's never coming back. That's yeah, true. Until yeah, he probably does. not. We'll never see him or again. He'll, Just like Mick Foley. Or he'll continue to come back like for way too long, for like, I don't know, another twenty years. Um, <laughs> and it's like his matches will just go down and down and down, and then he'll say, Oh, he'll retire this time. He'll retire this time. But he keeps on coming back. And even though there, it's not that great, you'll still be, you'll still think it's one of those. It'd be one of the good ones, yeah, yeah. It never is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I honestly don't have that many more. I had a, a Steph equals slut sign. Man, they really hate Stephanie right now. Yeah, she's such a slut. Yeah, um, such a skank. And a uh, a, a Jericho is yummy sign. I saw that. I just didn't write it down. <laughs> there wasn't much to choose from. I was like, I guess that's one of the funny ones here in Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. just did not bring their sign game. What else did you have for signs? That's it. That's everything. Oh, you didn't have any more? No. Uh, all right. I'll do my... I, I only had three more. Neither, none of them are really that good. I had a, a Bubba Ray Studley. Really like the rest of the signs that I have play into the matches. Well, I guess except for this one. I heart the rock's bottom and I am Scotty too hottie. The I am Scotty too hottie one. It, it, it was just so funny because the first time I saw it was during his entrance for his match. And the next time I saw it was mere seconds after his match, after he had like left the, I guess the, the, the stage. And then all of a sudden I see this sign that says, I am Scotty too hottie. And I was like, Holy shit, that guy's fast. <laughs> <laughs> That was really the only reason I wrote it down. Especially, especially after such a beatdown, 
Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. But that's the second match. Oh, actually. Actually, no. I wanted to say one thing or two things, actually, before we got into the first match. Um, one, a shout out to the show because it is one of the all-time great stages with the, oh, yeah. the little backlash uh, hook things that, that, that yeah. were like swinging back and forth. I love that stage. And mm-hmm. then um, just shout out to us. This is the 80th pay-per-view that we've rated. Who would have thunk? Retro or overall? Overall. Oh, nice. Uh, so I guess we should get into the first match. Yeah. Which was members of D-Generation X versus Edging Christian. And uh, the members were not the classic tag team of Road Dog and Mr. Ass. It was Road Dog and X Pac. Yeah, second time. And this was for this was for the tag titles. It was. Second yeah. time, second pay-per-view in a row, we're seeing Road Dog and X Pac team up. Uh probably I would assume because Billy Gunn is hurt or he's doing his he's about to be doing his own thing as maybe the one Billy Gunn. I don't know if that character change is happening, if that's what's going on. No. Um we had a, a guest ring announcer of Deborah making her return for this show. Um, terrible voice, awful voice. I never want to listen. Terrible, to that ter- terrible voice. Like now I know why they only focus on her puppies because <laughs> her face and her voice are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how Stone Cold was ever married to her. I don't know. Uh, we did get the run. We did... <laughs> this is. <laughs> Wait, can I say something bad? Oh, please do. <laughs> no wonder he. No wonder he physically assaulted her. Oh my god! I thought you were gonna say something about his about him drinking so much beer. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No. <laughs> I was. Uh, I'm just kidding. I hope um, so. I'm also kidding. Yeah, uh, that's, in case, uh, 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 the laughing was a joke. We do not advise. Uh, I almost said sexual assault, assaulting women, let alone anybody, unless it's <laughs> unless it's in the <laughs> wrestling ring. Um, yeah, apparently that's something that's apparently he was a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, you know he. That's right. We can look past that, right? We can look past that. I think we can look past that. Um, well, yeah. Well, we have to go with the allegedly. Right, he allegedly did that. Yeah. I've never seen a video video proof of it or Sean Rossap tweeting it, so who knows whether or not it's true. Um, we did yeah, have the, the Run DMC DX music was back, so I was wrong about that being only for special occasions. Yep. That was stupid of me. Um, yeah, it's not like this was WrestleMania backlash. It was just regular backlash. Yeah, silly me. Uh, I don't remember who was refing here, but the ref did the classic like doesn't see the face team tag when his back is turned but then his back is turned to the heel team and they don't even tag they just clap their hands to make it sound like a tag and they count it ref the ref just playing favorites it was bullshit yeah. stupid old yeah it wasn't a normal ref it wasn't no i thought it was like jack Doan. maybe he was jack Doan was the next match uh i don't know there was one there was one ref that wasn't a normal one and i'm not talking about shane mcmahon yeah, I I don't remember seeing a ref that I didn't recognize in this show, but okay, I don't pay that much attention to it. Yeah, me neither. 
I actually no. I do pay a lot more attention to the refs in the retros. I, that was kind of a lie, but I didn't <laughs> know it. Um, absolute madness in the end. The ref had no idea. I, I don't know why I didn't write down who the ref was because there's a lot of ref stuff here. Um, madness in the end. The ref had no idea who was legal, and I honestly didn't know either. But Edge and Christian win uh, because Tori interferes and. Mm-hmm. I think draws the distraction of the ref, which allowed uh, X-Pac to get hit with the ring bell. And that's how Edge and Christian retain. And it got three and a quarter beers. Um, and that's because of the returning Deborah. It, yeah. would have, it was a two and a quarter beer match. And then Ab one for the return of our favorite Deborah. Oh, yeah. Totally our favorite. Can't forget <laughs> that. Um, next, we had a light heavyweight championship on the line. First time in a very long time that I can remember that the light heavyweight championship is being defended on pay-per-view uh, champion Dean Malenko versus Scotty Tuhati. Uh, they showed a, a package, a, a video package of Dean Malenko winning it from Scotty Tuhati like th- that past Thursday on SmackDown and Scotty trying to get his title back. Uh, let's see. I don't know. I, I don't really know what to say about this. It wasn't that great crowd crowd loves Scotty Tuhati and the worm. That's yeah, for some pretty reason, much it. Scotty too hotty. <laughs> well, he's with he's with too cool and Rikishi. They they really just love Rikishi and, and anyone yeah. associated with him. Everybody loves Rikishi. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I like my notes. A lot of it revolves around like the some quotes and like there was a lot of politic talk here. Um, and then talking about worm the worm that Scotty too hotty does. Uh, Jr. saying that his doctor suggested that he never tries the worm again. Yeah, said he he did try in his backyard. <laughs> I would I would probably pay to see Jr. <laughs> attempt the worm. <laughs> so I'd probably pay good. Money I would to like see to that. see that as well. Just just the attempt. Yeah. I don't I don't need to see a successful worm at a Jr. Just just an attempt. Um, you know what? And I bet he's lying. <laughs> oh, definitely. Um, and then. Later, J- when when Scotty Too Hotty actually does hit the worm, Jr. goes, "Scotty scores with the worm," and J- Jerry Lawler's like, "What?" <laughs> He's like, "He scores with his worm." <laughs> what? <laughs> I did forget to uh, say a quote during the last match, which was uh, a Jr. quote. He's like, "Xbox riding bareback on Christian there in the corner." And I was like, oh, come on, JR. You have to JR. see what you're doing here. <laughs> you think maybe he does know, but in reality, like, he just doesn't care. No. <laughs> I don't think he knows at all. No. I think actually, yeah, I think you you might be right. Just based on a quote that I had later in the night where he said, um, that I think it was during the Benoit Jericho match, which we'll talk about later. But he was like, uh, J- Jerry was like, Give me a give me a Canadian accent, Jr. And he's like, I don't even know the whole English language. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like something along those lines. <laughs> oh shit. Um, uh, trying to think here. There wasn't really a whole lot else that happened during like really a whole lot at all that happened during this match. Decent amount of two counts. Yeah. There and the the match ends. With just a, a, D, a Dean Malenko DDT, it was a pretty gross DDT. The heads, the the spike of the head into the mat on Scotty Tuhati. Yeah. It it didn't look comfortable at all. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend having that done to you. As like you know, just in general, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend, recommend trying it at home. That's for sure. 
Yeah. Let the let, let, leave are, it to the professionals. These are trained professionals. Yeah. Uh, but Dean Malenko retains, and I got a beer and a quarter. Uh, which brings us to the next match, which is uh, the big boss man and Paul Buchanan. Two pay-per-views in a row versus the did Acolytes. You say, did you say Paul Buchanan? No, I said Bull Buchanan. Okay. I might have said Paul, but that's only <laughs> because I know someone named Paul Buchanan. Oh, okay. Uh, or used to know somebody named Paul Buchanan. Oh, gosh. Uh, so Rest it might have peace. just been a... F- no, I, I, I mean, I think he's still alive. Oh, well, I just when you say you used to know that, that person. Well, yeah, I mean, you know... I don't know a lot of people like that. I used to know, you know, that song. Now you're just somebody that I used to know. Yeah, of course. Who could forget that? It's written about my relationship with, with Paul Buchanan. Oh, (laughs) got it. Um, let's see. I took a note here. JBL looked fat. Yeah. That's that's like one of my big notes for this match. (laughs) JBL looking fat as fuck during this match. Yeah. He's always been a bit of a chunker, but yeah, but this was just like epically fat. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and uh, Bull Buchanan or uh, Paul Buchanan kind of surprising me here. <laughs> the dude does some like very like some surprisingly mildly athletic things in the ring. And I'm just like, this guy kind of ha- he's got something going on here. Yeah, no, that's what I noticed uh, last or during WrestleMania is like he's slightly athletic. <laughs> yeah, he's. Kind of fun to watch. I just wish he didn't tag with fucking Big Boss Man. Big Boss Man sucks. Uh, I don't know. Big Boss Man is the worst. <laughs> Absolute worst. He needs to go away. I, yeah. I will continue to say that until I, he does go away. I see a big push in his future. Oh, really? I hope so. I hope so. Where are they going to push him to? I don't know. Out a window? <laughs> I thought you were going to say like hell. Um, <laughs> straight to hell. <laughs> uh, boss man and Bull Buchanan win this match. Paul, Paul Buchanan, Paul Buchanan. Um, basically just because they, but uh, boss man just started using the nightstick behind the ref's back. Yeah, and that's and that that's was exactly it. how it ended. Was uh, a nights a nightstick hit, and then it a one two three. Yeah, God, my brain is still so fuzzy from being sick. Oh boy! Sorry. I I hate I'm slow. when that happens. Yeah, it's just like you, you just like no matter what kind of sickness it is, like your brain it just doesn't work. Yeah, I don't know what's slow right now, my Wi-Fi or my brain. They're both really slow right now. Yeah. Uh, this That's got true. one one and three quarters of a beer, and we'll move on. We had another uh, multi-man hardcore match. Uh, this one. I don't really understand what the rules of this were, but let me see if I can try and let me see if what I thought the rules were lined up with what you thought the rules were. It was a basically a six pack challenge for the hardcore championship, but the only way to win was by pinning Crash Holly or Crash Holly pinning anyone else. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess that was it. Because like you didn't see anyone else. I don't know to pin each other. (laughs) Yeah, it was kind of weird because normally you don't have to be pinned. I don't know if you know like the the rules to a triple threat or a four or five six. Did you not know that by the way? That normally you don't have to be pinned in order to lose your title. No, I did not know that. Yeah, they. I feel like they should do a better job of telling us. Nowadays they do a really good job, but back then it was just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> who? I mean, nobody knew the rules to any match. I still like, don't. 
I'm fairly certain the main event wasn't a no DQ. I'm, I'm fairly certain the main event wasn't a no DQ match, but they sure as shit did a bunch of stuff that would have normally called for a disqualification on both well, sides. Well, there was a special guest referee. Yeah, I guess it's up to up to their discretion. But yeah, we had Crash Holly, Hardcore Holly, the Hardy Boys, Taz, and Perry Saturn in this match. <laughs> the thing I love is uh how the Hollies are still weighing in at over 400 pounds, even still, like at this time in retro. They use the the claws, the the little backlash claws as props during this. Yeah, which was which was pretty broke. cool. Yeah, they broke one. Jeff Hardy swung from one. This is yeah, like, some pretty cool stuff. <laughs> And then Jr. with his classic name mixing up, he mixed up Taz and Perry Saturn during this match. Okay, but that's that's actually fair. No, <laughs> they don't look anything alike. Taz wears yeah, a shirt. They look nothing. Al- that's true, and they look nothing alike. But but there were some points where I was like, I don't know, because I'm I'm used to fat Taz now. You know, that's fair. That's fair. But he has a mohawk. Perry Saturn's bald. I don't know much of Perry Saturn's work, but after this, I know that I'm not going to like him. <laughs> yeah, that's probably fair. I don't know much about it either, which, I mean, that says something. Um, yeah, that's exactly it. If I don't know who you are, like how I didn't know S.A. Rios, I'm not I'm not going to care about you. S.A. Rios, I remember the name, but I don't remember any of his matches. Well, now I, I do remember one of his matches pretty fresh in my mind. Yeah, the one we're going to talk about here soon. But a lot less madness in this hardcore <sighs> match than the last one we watched. Not even close to breaking a record here. Crash Holly, despite getting the absolute shit beat out of him during this match, somehow comes away with a win and retains the hardcore title. Yeah, by luck. Wasn't he just laying on on uh, Taz and they counted the pin? Like he was uh, knocked out it's, on top of uh, I, Let's see. Crash. So the Hardys fight over who gets the pin is like one of the last things that happens. So they kind of take each other out. A bunch of crazy shit happens. And then Crash is just able to drape his arm over a passed out Taz to retain is what I wrote down. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. Sorry. A simple yes would have sufficed. <laughs> um. Then they call him the Houdini of hardcore, which I kind of like. Yeah. He just finds a way to win these hardcore matches. Even though he's um, so small, I mean, but he weighs what? What was it? Over six hundred pounds? Over well over four hundred pounds, which could be six hundred pounds. I don't know. Six hundred. Last time I checked, is well over four hundred. Yeah. Uh, but it got four point seven five beers. Yeah. So, do you ever watch those guys on TikTok that are that are like guess the wrestler? No. So, so there are these guys. They either have a, I guess they have a podcast. It's called like Straight Talk or something, and it's a wrestling podcast podcast and they do this the wrestler thing and uh they for a specific version of this wrestler um and now now that i've seen this next match kurt angle versus big show i want them to go with big show as hulk hogan as as one of their things (laughs) dude this was so funny (laughs) yeah hold on i gotta i got i got something i gotta take care of here Nice. Nailed it. But yes, next match, Kurt Angle versus Big Show, a.k.a. the Showster. <laughs> Showstamania. So since WrestleMania 2000, I guess Big Show has been cosplaying as uh, 
other wrestlers from the past. I think he, I don't remember what other ones that I saw that he did, but that for backlash, he dressed up as Hulk Hogan, who at this time was wrestling for WCW. And yeah, I, I mean, it was, it was honestly kind of funny. He did like the Hulk up shit, did the, the, the big boot and the leg drop of doom. Kurt Angle somehow able to kick out of the leg drop of doom, which was crazy. But yeah, this match was over very quick. It, nothing really happened. It was kind of comedic. And Kurt Angle takes his first pin that we've seen. I don't know if it was the yeah. first time that he's been pinned. But yeah, because at Mania, he didn't get pinned. But right. he lost both his titles, right? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, Kurt Angle on the downfall. Maybe maybe he'll, maybe he'll retire soon. Probably definitely not going to win the WWF championship here in a few months. I don't know. I'm just waiting for his his feud with Edge. Well, they have to team up first. Yeah, but once once they start feuding, is when we get the you suck chance. I think so. I don't, <laughs> dude. I I'm I'm serious. I don't think I don't think that's until like 2002. Because I think it's like once, yeah, it's not for a long do, time. I think it's after they do the brand split, which is after yeah, WrestleMania. It's, it's not 18. for a long time, but I, I I know that Edge, I know that Edge started the you the you suck chance. Yeah. So. Well, I think I think the crowd started it. No, it was Edge. Okay, I don't know. It was <laughs> maybe maybe it was the crowd. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's really no way of knowing. Yeah, we'll just have to wait and find out. Um, big show, like I said, pins Kurt Angle. Half a beer for this. Nothing great. Um, yeah, it was it was boring. I will say this paper this pay per view had a decent amount of video packages though. Um, That's true. Which we got a nice little video package hyping up this next match. The Dudley Boys versus TNA <laughs> storyline here is that uh, Bubba Ray Dudley is infatuated and uh, with Trish Stratus, which I, I mean, how could you not be? And that's kind of the story here is that like, well, he's also infatuated now with power bombing women through tables. So we had the the classic like he power bombed Mae Young through a table. I think they showed him powerbombing Lita through a table, which we'll get to her. She's in the WWF now. Yes, um, yes. And then like he really wanted to powerbomb Trish through a table. But then in the video package, like some weeks before this, uh, she kissed him and he had this fucking thousand yard stare on his face. And it was pretty funny. Like, honestly, like this, this whole like leading up to this match, it was uh, it was pretty funny. Nothing huge happened in this match. But it did end with uh, Trish Stratus getting involved again, causing TNA to actually beat the Dudley Boys for some reason. And then uh, Bubba Ray, real upset. He wants to uh, powerbomb her through a table again. She kisses him again, and then she actually does power. He does actually powerbomb Trish Stratus through a table. Dude, the gets, crowd uh, pop. Off. The crowd pop during this when she kissed him. And it looked like she was going to get away with it. And then like he still has that gaze on his face. And then all of a sudden, he just grabs her by the hair and starts pulling her over towards the table. The crowd went fucking bananas. It was so awesome. And then he power bombs her through the table. And we get the classic, like, a bunch of yeah. EMTs that are probably actually wrestlers go out there and try, try to put a person on a stretcher. I, I just... 
I wish I could be a medical professional or someone that knows how to do that stuff just to spot all the shit that they do wrong. But I feel like every time a stretcher is involved with like taking someone out of a ring when it's not legitimate, they, they probably do so much shit wrong. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that every time they take someone out on a stretcher, I'm like, I wonder what they're doing wrong here. But yeah, after she's like, as she's getting carried, like carted away on a stretcher, you of course had King wondering what her room number was going to be. Like classic corny <laughs> Jerry the King Lawler, like trying to have sex with an injured woman. Yeah. A hospitalized woman. <laughs> um, Jerry, during this match, he was like, Jerry, what, what if Trisha put those big luscious lips on you? And Jerry goes, I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to change my address and <laughs> my marital status. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then there was another point where the crowd was chanting for tables, which I mean, classic, like during a Dudley's match mm-hmm. <laughs> and Jr. was like, Jr. just talking about what the crowd is doing. It's like the crowd is, they're chanting for tables. They're chanting for an inanimate object. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't help but laugh. It's just like, good Jr. Yes. That, that is an inanimate object. Correct. And then he's, he said something about how excited the employees of Home Depot must be for yeah. their product getting so much, so much attention. <laughs> like, yes, all the all the Home Depot employees are so excited because they're talking about t- uh, tables. Also, yeah, let's lighters. not forget that that's the only place you can get a table from. Oh, you know what? I was wrong. That wasn't during that. That was during the that was during the hardcore match when the when the Hardys grabbed the ladder. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, I was wrong. I misspoke. I'm a big old dummy. I was gonna say I remember him saying that on the show, but I never, I didn't write it down. So I, yeah. I totally believed you. Well, good thing I'm here to back myself up because I know you won't. Um, but yeah, the the Dudleys win. Uh, Trish tries to distract, but they're able to hit a 3D. Wait, yeah, fuck, no, that's not what happens. No, test, test, and Trish, Albert tr- the the distraction was successful in TNA one. Yeah. <laughs> Which I already said. <laughs> I must not have heard you. I'm sorry. Jerry Lawler also called uh, Trish going through a table orgasmic, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, this got two and a half beers, though. Two and a half. Yeah, so the next match, uh, an Eddie Garach, and he's accompanied by in China. And I'm definitely seeing uh, some between the Dom and Rhea relationship and the Eddie and China relationship. Ship. Yeah, um, which I totally forgot that this was a thing. So yeah, now the whole like it. now the whole Rhea and sub thing Mommy stuff. Yeah, Mama Sita yeah. China. Yeah, um, but yeah, he had a match against uh, Esarios as we kind of talked about before. He was accompanied by Lita, and so, uh, yeah, Lita's Lita's here now and looking better than ever. Yeah, and big um, so yeah. I don't know. I uh, don't have a lot about the match itself. It was kind of just an average match, even though Eddie Guerrero is one of the greats. Yeah, I mean, was, he still uh, did well in the just... match. He, yeah, he they wrestled, both did. He, he wrestled the match in tuxedo pants and a bow tie, which was cool. Uh huh. It's kind of funny. Which I've seen. I've seen like clips stuff before. So yeah. Uh, uh-huh. But yeah, uh, it was it was it was good. It was good flip flippity dippity wrestling. That's what I thought. Yeah, it was. There's nothing like really to talk about in the match, you know, except no, really. that Eddie won and then Lita tore China's clothes off yeah. as if it was a bra and panties match. 
Her prom dress. She's wearing a prom dress. Her prom dress. Yes, that's true. Her <laughs> evening gown, I guess. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it would be more like an evening gown match than not a bra and panties match. Yeah. Uh, it got it. This got a beer and a quarter. But yeah, you're right. There, not much to talk about here. Eddie Guerrero, one of the greats. Uh, anytime he's in the ring, I'll be watching. Doesn't matter who it's against. Doesn't matter how short or long the match is. It's it's gonna it he Eddie Guerrero cannot have a bad match. So yeah, know what I'm excited for is uh is the storyline with Eddie Guerrero and Kurt Angle, the feud of them, where like Kurt it's for the WWE championship, and Kurt's like saying he's a drug addict to like he was arrested for he he was in prison for like his drug use and stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, I don't know, it just like cuts deep. That was such I, I I remember watching that that feud as it was happening. That feud was so good and that match at WrestleMania was so good. But yeah. not the yeah, best I'm, match I'm really, at that WrestleMania. I'm really excited for that. Yes, that's true. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for for that feud to come up and it will yeah. be coming up in the next couple years. 2004. Maybe we'll get there before the it's WrestleMania 20. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll probably get there by like 2025. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Seems that that's that's that seems legit. We could probably do that, right? We could do that. Twenty twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we're already in two thousand. We started at ninety three, almost two years ago. Or sorry, ninety. We started in ninety seven. I don't know why I said ninety three. Um, I go oh, because I was thinking how we've done three years already. Um, yeah. we've done three yeah, years. So, so we started in ninety seven. We've done three years in two years. Yeah. Yeah, we can do this. Yeah. By the time by the time two years actually rolls around in Mania, we'll probably be done with I don't know three and a half years of retro. We're just rolling right along. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next, very good match. Probably, yeah, be- definitely best wrestling match on the card. Uh, as far yeah. as entertainment value, maybe the main event beats it, but I still think this was very entertaining. Very good match. Chris, the battle of the Chris's. Chris Jericho versus Chris Benoit. And yeah, this was the match for uh for the European title. Intercontinental. Intercontinental title. Yeah, that one. Yeah, sorry. Um, this was the match where Jerry Lawler asked JR to give him give him a Canadian accent, and JR's like, I don't even know all the English. <laughs> <laughs> um this is just a a match between two guys that chop a lot. Mm-hmm. So obviously it's gonna be a decent amount of beers for a singles match. And we kind of saw we that the classic. We, we had the classic. I don't know if there's any more skin on his chest. <laughs> Honestly, like their chest didn't even get that like get didn't get like crazy red, though, from what I saw. Like, I feel like uh, guys that chop a lot nowadays, like they they draw blood or like get close mm-hmm. to blood. So it's kind of wild. Those. Yeah, true. J- JR also with regards to the chops, JR was like, these these two guys are chopping meat. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. talking about how they're chopping each other. They're just yeah. chopping meat. Thanks, JR. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, Tim White refing this match. He went down during the match, and it 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 allows uh Benoit to hit Jericho with the belt, but we still get a two count out of it. The belt remains in the ring. I thought I thought the ending was pretty cool. So then uh after that, they hit the two after he hits the two count. Um, Tim White's obviously up at this point, still a little groggy, but uh, Benoit goes for the diving headbutt. And during that, Jericho p- 
puts the belt up in front of his face and Benoit lands his head on the belt, bleeds from it. Yeah. And the ref calls for the DQ. Yeah. And then JR and uh, Jerry Lawler were like, oh, I don't know why he called for the DQ. He he didn't even use the the belt. And I think that they were like legitimately legitimately didn't see what had happened. I didn't until they they showed the replay. They're like, oh, yeah, they played the replay and uh, both the commentators were like, oh, yeah, I guess we were wrong on that one. He did deserve to be disqualified. I legitimately thought the belt was just laying on top of Jericho's arm and he landed on the belt. I did not see yeah. Jericho lift it up until the replay. Yeah, but that's just the way Jericho was. Yeah, you know? he's, he's the goat, <laughs> according to him. Um, But yeah, but he'll never be the boat. No, not at all. That's uh, like Natty. Yeah. Yeah. I hate her. <laughs> uh and then uh Jericho gets really upset and he puts Tim White Tim White in the walls of Jericho, which is pretty Starting funny at the end. Suicide storyline. Yeah. Or, <laughs> poor poor Tim White. You know, he just goes through all this all this stuff is just building up against Tim White, you know? Yeah, it's just it's it's the it's the long term booking we didn't know we needed to see. <laughs> I forget the last time we were like, "Oh my gosh, poor Tim White." Uh, it was um, it, it was like during a match where somebody was just berating the shit out of him. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. what it was though. Uh, this got three and a half beers though. Really good match. And then the main event: Triple H versus The Rock. Special guest referee Shane McMahon. WWF title on the line. Stephanie and Vince also in Triple H's corner. They were advertising all night that Stone Cold Steve Austin would be back. And that he would potentially be in the Rock's corner. And I guess Stone Cold had car troubles all night is what they said. And we just didn't know. Then like they Vince and uh, like that whole gang comes out to the ring and Vince tells everyone to pull out their their programs that they got at the show. And he says, if you read the fine print, it says card subject to change. Which is not the first or last time we've heard Vince say that. No. And uh, said that Stone Cold Steve Austin would not be showing up. And I don't know, man. I just I just didn't believe him. There was something about something about that Stone Cold Steve Austin guy that just made me believe that he was going to show up. Yeah. Uh, th- this match was it was so much fun, though. A lot, lot, lot of Vince interference. Shane doing the quick counts. Shane refusing to count for The Rock. Uh, I mean, it was just like a classic, like Vince trying to screw someone over match, and it, it worked to perfection. I really enjoyed it. Well, um, not really, because he still won. <laughs> well, no, like, a, like, just the idea of it worked. To, Entertainment that, value wise, worked yes. to perfection. Okay, yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, <laughs> I thought you were it saying that the screwing it did him not, over did not work in Vince's favor. That's that's that is it working to perfection. Um. Really, really awesome double rock bottom spot onto the the Spanish announce table. The Rock put Triple H and Shane McMahon through the Spanish announce table with a rock bottom. Uh, that was cool. Um, Gerald Briscoe and Pat Patterson are back. So once Shane went down, they Vince had those two come out and be referees for a little bit, and then they just started yeah. to beat the <laughs> shit out of the Rock. And lo and behold, Stone Cold Steve Austin showed up. Who would have thought? He does. Who would have thunk? Huge pop for Austin. Uh, Austin just wrecks everyone with a chair, except for The Rock, obviously. Uh, yeah, and then Linda McMahon comes out with Earl Hebner, who I guess had been fired as a referee. I don't really know. 
Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about that uh, as well. Because, like, I don't know what part of the storyline Earl Hebner got fired during. Yeah, I, I I don't remember seeing it. I, I do remember, like, there being some ref drama to a few pay-per-views ago. I don't know if that has to deal with this. But, yeah, Linda, Linda comes out with Earl Hebner. Rock hits the people's elbow. Linda tells Hebner to get the fuck in there, and he counts the three. The slowest fucking three count I've ever seen for a ref that was that had not been knocked out prior to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, really good match. Very entertaining. Uh, one more quick note. In between Mania 2000 and this one, we did have Austin doing the the classic crane spot where he dropped like the the concrete barrier onto the DX Express with the crane. So that uh-huh. that's that's something that's happened between the last pay-per-view and this one. And then after the match, Stone Cold comes back out and uh, the night ends with chugging natural light. No other way I'd want to go out. It was just, it was, it was a wonderful time. I enjoyed the mm-hmm. shit out of it. Great time had by all. You got anything else for that one? Sorry, I did, I did most of the stuff there. That was, that's my bad. I was just, I love this match. I got nothing. All right. Uh, this got 4.75 beers, which closes out Backlash 2000 with 23 and a half total beers. Number 16 out of the 80 pay-per-views that we have rated to this point, which is pretty good. Yeah. Pretty damn good. Uh, it was a pretty fun card. Not the best card we've ever done. Not the worst card we've ever done. Oh, definitely not. I don't think we'll ever see a worse card than whatever the fuck show got 5.5 beers. You know what? And I'll never remember what that show was. I will. It was In Your House 15. I remember it being that specific number. I think it was called A Cold Day in Hell. Yep. Okay. That, in that your house, fifteen. A cold day in hell. Main event or highest rated match: Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Undertaker in a singles match, which got a beer and a half. The entire pay per view got five point seven five beers. Just absolutely disgusting. All right, let's switch gears here. Weekly wrestling recap. Talk about the big stuff that we want to talk about from each show this week, uh, except for Rampage because neither of us watched it. Let's uh let's start with SmackDown. I could think of three pretty big things that I want to talk about here. All right. Let's uh let's get the elephant out of the room. All right. Or address the elephant in the room. I don't know. I don't know let's which kick elephant. the elephant out of the room. The elephant, John Cena. Oh, I mean there's a lot there was two other ele- uh, the, the three things I want to talk about could have been the elephant, but yeah, yeah John true. Cena. Yeah. John Cena uh wrestled his one and only match in 2022. Just waited till the very last show of 2022 to wrestle, but continued his streak of 20 years wrestling for WWE, one, at least one match every year. Teamed up with Kevin Owens to take on Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn, and they won. You were right, Joe. They won. I think you predicted a victory for Cena and Owens last week. Yeah, because I'm not stupid. Yeah. Okay. I'm stupid. Kind of stupid. But I'm not. Not stupid enough to to think that to think that John Cena was going to lose in his only match of the year. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so I don't really know what the repercussions are going to be for Sami Zayn. I, I imagine there will be some. the The bloodline did not turn on Sami Zayn as I predicted. Um, but I'm just going to keep predicting every show that they're advertised for that the bloodline is going to turn on Sami Zayn. Because basically, what it is right now is on Fridays. Uh, the here's here's the bloodlines weekly routine right now. Mondays they go they everyone except for Roman goes to Raw and 
they beat a bunch of people up and potentially have matches. And then Friday, they either have a promo where Sammy gets cheered louder than anyone in WWE and makes us laugh. Or there's a match involving someone in the bloodline where Sammy costs them a win or loses himself. Yeah. So since they had a match this past Friday, I'm assuming that this coming Friday, it'll be a promo and maybe a match with the Usos versus somebody. That'd be my guess. Oh, I bet actually the Usos and uh, what's what's their name? Uh, Top Dollar and the Dude. Um, oh my God, what is their name? Uh, Top Money, Top Dollar, uh, Swerve's House, um, Hit Row. Hit Jesus, Row. that took way too long. We're yeah, dumb. They suck. They're so bad. Uh yeah, that'll probably be this week. I forgot about that. <laughs> I saw, I saw a picture. Of uh, Top Dollar and Ricochet. Well, no, it was just a picture of of Top Dollar, and it said, "The man that gravity remembered." <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, I appreciated um, the shit out of that. Yeah. Uh, other stuff on SmackDown. Uh, let's do this Bray Wyatt stuff. So. I think they announced that Bray Wyatt and LA Knight are uh, that that match is officially happening at the Rumble? Question mark. Yes, I, I don't know. A, it's a Mountain Dew pitch black match. Are you serious? That it, it's like it's if I go on Mountain the Mountain Dew, it's a it's a pitch black match sponsored, sponsored by, Mountain, by Dew. Mountain Dew. So it's just mount like yeah, things they, are sponsored. They, they have a, a variation of of wow. Joe. They have a variation of Mountain Dew called pitch black. You are not wrong. I what the fuck? <laughs> so here's what I'm assuming it is. I'm assuming that it's a light out match. Yeah. Without being would, called a light out match. That would make sense. Um damn it, WWE. Couldn't even tell us what the fuck that means. It says, What will happen when Wyatt and Knight go head to head in a pitch black match? Will Uncle Howdy play a role in the <laughs> match? I don't fucking know. I feel like you guys should probably know. You get assholes just tell us what's gonna happen pitch black match that's fucking <laughs> wild i don't even know what to think right now um but yeah uh uncle howdy came out during this bray wyatt promo and attacked bray wyatt yeah this segment surprised the shit out of me i was quite surprised i think it happened right after we stopped recording last week because I remember, I remember pressing pressing the stop button being done recording and then you immediately going oh shit <laughs> And me being yes. like, don't tell me because I had paused it because I was going to watch it with sound. Um, and yeah, about 10 minutes later, I texted you and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What just happened? Very, very, very surprising. So I, 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 I'll ask you to see if you have anything. But like this whole Bray Wyatt thing that's going on, like it's so unpredictable that I couldn't even begin to try to make a prediction for what I think is going to happen because I know it'll just be so wrong. Is it? Is it too early to say that this is good storytelling? Fuck no. Like it's it's will great. WWE let us down again? I don't uh, probably, but I think yeah. what's happening right now is great. What I don't want to happen is it drag on too long and the payoff is not good because that's historically kind of what's happened with Bray Which- Wyatt. <laughs> Has. It's dragged on for a long time already. Right, but every week it's something new and intriguing. Whereas like in the past, Bray Bray... Wyatt's just too intelligent for us. Potentially. 
But like in the past, a lot of Bray Wyatt, like things that went on for too long, it was like every week it seemed like it was the same thing. Like I feel like every week here with Wyatt, it's something different. Okay. It's like it's something distinctly different. I don't know. Maybe that, yeah. maybe that's just me. All right. So what the internet's talking is about is who's the man behind the mask? I don't know. Because this is obviously a very different Uncle Howdy mask than what we've seen in the in the vignettes. Yeah. Well, and we can kind of talk. Um, we we can kind of throw this in with the Alexa Bliss thing on Monday, where her and Bianca had a match. That was but someone completely different. Yeah. That was someone completely. Well, that, that was two different people wearing an Uncle Howdy mask, and like I don't know if they're tied together at all but it definitely looks like the alexa thing is is a thousand percent happening yeah and i I don't know who's behind the mask of uncle howdy i want to believe it's Bo. i want to Bo leave but i I think the craziest the craziest take i've seen online is that it's edge because the that dude is first of all not six foot however i don't know six foot a thousand inches that edge is but i don't know It, it it's not edge that's dumb that would be so dumb people are saying uh that the guy on friday was vincent uh from ring of honor oh yeah um which i could see it he he would have he would need to have slightly more kempt hair than his last appearance more neat i guess yeah because um, he did uh dreadlocks and, and, right yeah and then uh i forget who uh who was his tag partner in ring of honor dutch yeah dutch which I don't I remember. The I don't remember what their team name was, but yeah, they're they're also they're they're heavily rumored to be involved in some sort of way with Bray Wyatt and this potential, I guess, Wyatt Six faction that's going to happen, or just like yeah. some sort of Bray Wyatt faction that's going to happen. They're heavily rumored in that. Yeah. So pe- I, I I don't yeah. think that that's them. I th- I really do. I I do. Bo leave. I think it's Bo. You you believe? Yeah. It like it could definitely be Bo Dallas. But I don't know how would we find out who if if he doesn't unmask because that's Uncle Howdy he's not like he can't unmask. How do we find out that it's Bo Dallas? You know, maybe eventually the mask accidentally comes off because reasons. Yeah, I don't know. And then I feel like yeah. that's the point in the story where we would be like, okay, this is dumb. Even though the whole time we were like, man, I Dude, hope it's it was- Bo. Then he gets unmasked and it's Bo, and it's like, you know, the whole Uncle Howdy thing kind of lost its mystique. Yeah. <laughs> Like I just feel like that's exactly how it's gonna go. We we get exactly what we asked for months ago, and it finally happens. And then it's like, yeah, one thing really I could say for this sure. Anymore. One thing I could say for sure is that if it does end up being Bo Dallas, uh, Chad is gonna be like, I told you guys, I told you guys. Even though we all kind of assumed that Bo Dallas was going to be showing up with Bray Wyatt. But yeah, he, he's going to be like, I told you, and he's going to take all the credit in the world for for being a genius. That's fine, because he's dead or and at least doesn't hologram. have a brain anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, he can his his hologram can say all he wants when we finally figure that out. But yeah. in our in our minds, we will know the truth, which is he's dead. That's true. And his opinion yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, Last thing on Smackdown, Joe, we had a big return. Yeah, John Cena. Oh yeah, fuck. Uh no, talking about Charlotte Flair, Joe. <laughs> yeah, I did not see that one coming. Not at all, especially after I said last week. I I was literally sitting here uh like I remember talking about it on the show. I was like, "All right, here's what's going to happen with the SmackDown Women's title. 
Uh, Ronda is going to feud with Raquel probably at the Rumble. Well, they ended up having their match last week. And then she'll face Shayna at Mania. Uh, those that I mean, that's obviously not happening anymore because uh, Ronda faced Raquel on Friday. She beat Raquel and Charlotte Flair returned with what I will say is some pretty dope music. Yeah. I enjoy her than, music. Better than Mercedes Monet's music, for sure. Oh, my God. That was so bad. Money. Glad you had to bring <laughs> that up again. Uh, yeah, so here's what I'll say. While I'm happy that Ronda Rousey's not the champ, I still... I don't know. I'm not on the... I'm still not on the Charlotte bandwagon, man. Oh, no. Not at all. Uh, once one, the whole... Once the whole aura of her returning wears off, which will be this week, um, I, I'll go back to being like, yep, done with this. Don't care anymore. But it was cool to see her come back. And it it's was cool because cool, it cool it's It's cool that Ronda doesn't have the title also. Yeah, but it's it. It's just as worse that it's Charlotte with the title. <laughs> yeah. So one of the worst takes I saw on Twitter this week about that was like oh everyone's so upset that charlotte has 14 championships uh but no one ever complains about rick flair having 16 championships and my response to that is rick flair has 16 championships over 35 years not 10 years yeah exactly <laughs> like it's like, like hers isn't even 10 years multiple, it's less than that well so i one of the stats i saw is that she it is less than that cuz we're they're only counting main roster title runs um but I saw a stat that said now that she's champ in 2023, she's held a championship every year of the past 10 years. And that includes her first NXT run and the yeah. Divas title, which I don't think they count either of those. No, because I think they want it to be worse than what it is so that she can uh, chase her dad's record. Yeah, if you want to be technical, I think that she has more than 16 now. If you want to count divas and NXT, no, I think she's at. Remember, it was. I think she only held. Yeah, because she was at like she was at fourteen at one point, and then they're like the eleven-time champ, and we're they were like, what happened to her other three titles? <laughs> Reigns. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, no, yeah, she's it was held like NXT one week twice. to another. She's held NXT twice. Yeah. I forgot, and then divas once. Yeah. God damn. So it. she's at fourteen now. So yeah, she, she might be at seventeen if you include divas and. NXT. That's fucking insane. She might have low-key beat her dad's record already. It just makes me want (laughs) to... Makes me want to do that. All right. So, yeah, that's uh, those are the three big things on SmackDown this week. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't really have anything else. I mean, Drew was back. Uh, I don't know what's going on with that, but yeah. Um, I already said not going to talk about Rampage. And if I didn't say that, um, that shouldn't come as a shock to anybody. Raw... I guess we can start with Alexa and Bianca because we already talked about the weird dudes in the masks, but we're talking about the match now for the Raw Women's Championship. This was uh, physical. A lot yes. more physical than I thought it would be. Both yeah. both women bled. Bianca had to get stitches. Uh, Alexa yeah. went fucking bonkers at the end, obviously. Just took out the ref what for we no said. reason. Yeah. The the Wyatt symbol flashing on the on the screen after the match. Uh, so Alexa, I think, got herself disqualified, well, right? That's the weird thing. Ever disqualified. I don't think they ever called for a disqualification because the ref was knocked out. She just walked off. 
Oh, okay. I thought at that point it was already a disqualification. But yeah, you might be right. Um, no, I think the first person she attacked after that was the ref. You might after be right. After the, the symbol flashed. <laughs> oh, yeah, because the dudes were there, and then she was about to do a Twisted Bliss from the top. She got down, then she uh-huh. attacked the ref. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't know. Super weird shit. Uh, but real physical and, and good. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, it was a good match. I really enjoyed it. it. It's just. It's just tough to say that I'm excited to see where this is going. I'm thinking Rumble. Yeah, I would say that's a fair assessment. Uh, bet it seems like Becky and Bailey are gonna keep their shit going until the Rumble. They'll both probably be in the Rumble. Yeah, it would just make the most sense for a rematch to happen at the Rumble. They can have Bianca in a promo segment this upcoming week, Alexa interrupt the promo or do like a something on the Titan Tron where she talks to her in that sense. Um, then one more week. And then I'm pretty sure after that, it's the rumble. Like we're, we're closing in on the rumble pretty fast. I think it's like three more, three weeks away, three Sundays from now. Pretty crazy. Or sorry, Saturdays. It's on a Saturday. I forgot about that. The rumble. Yeah. It's on the 28th, which is, a yeah, Saturday. which is amazing. Very excited for that. I don't know what else happened on Raw. We had uh, Prison Dom. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember. Did we we talk, talked about that live, right? We didn't talk about that just between me and you. I don't remember. No, that was between just you and me. Oh, okay. So Dom went to prison for because he got arrested on New Year or on Christmas, uh, because he he went to crash a Christmas, I guess Nochebuena, uh, or Christmas Day, whichever one. Um, with Rhea Ripley, like he did on Thanksgiving. Uh, and they kicked him out. Mama Mysterio slapped Rhea, and then Dom got arrested. So that's, yeah. this, let's just say this was on Christmas Day. And then <laughs> Dom comes back on the second, so eight days later. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just gotten out of prison, and prison has changed him. Which means that during the holiday season, he's been arrested, was tried, went to prison and has been released and so now he he's was a hardened in criminal. <laughs> Did you see he had a teardrop tattoo? Yeah. <laughs> like he killed a guy. <laughs> Dude, the most you can do. <laughs> it was just so terrible. The it's, most he could have done. It's so bad was... it's funny though. It's so bad it's funny. Yeah, no, it's 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 it's, it's during the holiday season. He didn't go to county jail. They sent him to prison. Yeah. And he killed a guy. For for uh, <laughs> He went to prison for uh trespassing, wa- uh, trespassing yeah. <laughs> and then Rhea got slapped. Out. Yeah. <laughs> I could just imagine that he's the guy in prison who's like one of the frat guys trying to get into a bar. He's like, "Do you know who my dad is?" Do you know what I do you know why I'm here? I went to a Christmas party I wasn't invited to. Yeah, and I trespassed at my own father's home. <laughs> and then my and then my mom slapped my mommy. <laughs> and everyone in prison is like, what the fuck? This guy's crazy. Don't fuck with him. Here, here let him kill this guy. Give him a teardrop. <laughs> <laughs> the whole situation of it is so funny though like i'm i'm actually very glad that they did this because it's so absurd that it's funny and i'm kind of excited to see what else happens it's like the most excited i've been for anything that dom has ever done 
Um, which I, I think we all know that this is heading towards a Ray versus Dom match at Mania. Yeah, well sub. Yeah, sorry. I, I, I can only imagine that at the Rumble, they'll both be in the Rumble. One of them will take the other one out and the feud begins. That's, that's yeah. basically what's going to happen. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And then obviously yeah. Dom's going to win at Mania. Sub. Damn it, sorry. Sub. One other quick thing before we get to the other big thing on Raw. Thank God for Twitter, because uh, I wouldn't have noticed this. Hurt Business spotted backstage at Raw? Yeah. So that might become a thing again. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was during like this a. This is like the storyline of like Bobby Lashley getting rehired. Oh, yeah. He comes back as a fat heel. <laughs> the hurt feelings business, because everyone <laughs> keeps calling him fat. <laughs> everyone, it's just everyone who's gotten their feelings hurt. And MVP's like, come here, guys. We're going to start a new group. We're going to be the hurt feelings <laughs> business. <laughs> That's actually such a perfect name. <laughs> Holy shit. Yes, dude. If they, if they come back and, they, they, and aren't they, called they the do hurt like, feelings like business. therapy healing sessions and it's like yes. <laughs> they do like therapy healing sessions sessions and and like uh Cedric is like, you know, it really hurt my feelings when you kicked me out. I I froze again, but I yeah, it really hurt my feelings when you kicked me out of the hurt business. But now we're back together as the business. <laughs> I, I want to see that happen so much. Oh my god, that'd be so good. Um, but yeah, I think the uh, the biggest news on Raw came after the main event. We had Seth Rollins versus Austin Theory for the un- for was it for the title? I think it was for the title. It was for the title. Yeah. Uh Theory able to retain, unfortunately, because of a low blow when the ref's back was turned. No, Theory should have retained. Don't say unfortunately to that. Theory's doing his best work of his career right now. Did I say unfortunately? You You said Theory retained, unfortunately. I I understand it's just a reflex because you hated uh, Theory. I just don't like him. (laughs) Yeah, he, but he is. Yeah, you're (laughs) right. He's doing the best work of his career. Yeah, he should retain. He should have a long title reign. Well, I mean, it, he definitely. I mean, it's a. I mean, it's a good thing Seth Rollins didn't win here because it appears after the match that he may have been injured. Yeah, and it looked like that right knee again. Yeah, which is not good. Not good yeah, for saw, our uh, Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes for the WWE Championship match prediction at WrestleMania. Yeah, I. Um, I saw a video after after like Raw went off the air of like Corey Graves going up and trying to help Rollins walk off. Yeah, so Corey Graves doing his know. best. Hopefully, it's nothing. Hopefully, it's nothing too serious, and we still get to see him in the Rumble. Yeah, I, I or at the Rumble, whatever you want. I don't know if it's a legitimate injury. My hope is that it's just a meniscus because I think that's just a couple weeks, and then he'll be fine. But if it's yeah. like MCL, ACL, he's gonna be out for a while. Yeah, like Logan Paul, dude. Logan Paul is coming back for Manny. I don't know what you're talking about. Logan Paul's facing Cena at Mania this year. <laughs> that's what the talks are. That's Even though Logan Paul destroyed, like he blew up his knee. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you, uh, you really have anything for NXT? Oh, I forgot. You said you didn't watch it. Yeah, I didn't have time to watch it this week. Uh, let's see. I'll tell you the quote of the week, Joe. If you're looking at the uh, the rundown of what happened on NXT online right now, 
The first match was Carmelo Hayes versus Apollo Crews. And during the match, Vic Joseph said that this was a match that could main event any show, yet it didn't main event this one, a regular fucking NXT. Yeah, and instead, what we got was a killer main event of uh, just a brawl of all the different women in NXT setting up for a number one contenders match. What is it like a 20 woman over the top battle Royal? I don't know if that was the main event. I think the, I think the actual main event was like the last thing that went on was breaker and Waller, like the Grayson Waller effect, which I don't even remember what happened, but yeah, this, this, uh, this brawl of all the women, it was a a lot of the main players coming out and uh, somebody would say a sentence and then somebody else would come out and say, well, hold on a second. And then they would say their piece. And then at uh, there was a point where it was like 10 of them out there talking. And then just a bunch of people just showed up in the ring and they started brawling. And then Roxanne showed up on that little stage thing and was like, actually, uh, there's going to be a 20 woman battle royal next week. And uh, number one contender winner of that, they'll face me at uh, St. Valentine's Day Massacre or whatever. Uh, Vengeance Day, that one. Uh, yeah, and that's what's going to happen there. It was cringy as fuck. It was not good. Yeah. Um, I saw, I see that there was a schism thing that happened as well. Is Ava, was Ava Rain present? Cause I, yes, she was I there. Seen her she in a while. didn't say anything. And I don't remember if she was there okay. ringside, but I don't have any reason to believe why she wasn't ringside for that match. But yeah, I, I do remember okay. seeing her, especially in the backstage segment, uh, before that match happened. I don't know. I NXT okay. is always on in the background for me because it is far and away. I mean, obviously, I don't watch Rampage. So out of the four shows I watch a week, it was far. It's always far and away the worst show of the week. Yeah, it's it. We're leagues away from peak NXT. It's so it's it's not bad. It's just so much worse than everything else that happens. And it's just like, yeah, when I could be doing other stuff like on my computer and I can just have NXT on in the background and then the one random time where something cool happens I can just look up and be like oh sweet that was cool and then write that down let's make sure we talk about that next week like that's what NXT is for me right now I don't know there's there's no there's no good way to put it it's that's what's going on with it right now I feel like all the shows go in ebbs and flows and right now uh NXT is at a low point will they hit a high point yeah that's true hopefully the world may never know. Yeah, they they really won't. I don't know. Um, what about dynamite? Let's close out with dynamite. I I know you had some stuff you wanted Already. to talk about on dynamite. I only had one note, which was yeah. I wanted to thank Aubrey Edwards for the save in the tag title match because we almost had Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal as the tag ta- as the tag team champions, which would have been a yeah. fucking disaster. Um, so the the first thing I wanted to talk about for dynamite was the the promo between uh. Hangman Adam Page and John Moxley. Mm-hmm. I only have two notes for that. Is they're going to have it or three? They're going to have a match next week. John Moxley said "fuck" twice because he was having technical difficulties, like I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure Warner Brothers Discovery is going to like that a lot because uh, <laughs> it did get picked up both times. Yeah, uh, it was so funny because everything he was saying got picked up on TV, but it what like the crowd couldn't hear him. Yeah, which happened when when I was at the sh- was when I was at Dynamite back a couple months ago as well. It's like we we were doing the same uh, same chance of we can't hear you. Wait, was it Moxley on the mic too? 
I don't think so. Oh, that would have been fun. I don't remember who it was. I think like, it was somebody backstage just has it out for Mox, so they keep turning his <laughs> mic off. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, there there was Mox saying "fuck" twice, and then the third part was during that promo. Hangman said that he was going to. He said, "I'm going to put your dick in the dirt." Whoa. I don't remember him <laughs> saying that. That's aggressive. Yes, yes. Yeah, right in the that, dirt. That's aggressive and potentially painful, depending on like how <laughs> rock hard you are at the moment when when it gets put in the dirt, you know. <laughs> or how rock hard the dirt is, or yeah, maybe the dirt uh, has yeah, lots of rocks in it temporarily. Yeah, yeah. As you talked about the acclaimed and Jeff Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett and NJ Lethal almost won, and Aubrey saved us. She came out, out and said, hey, ref, you're doing a bad job, which has to be the only time in Dynamite history that Aubrey Edwards has ever had her eyes open during a match. Yeah, so basically, I think I one. think a lot of it has to deal with Aubrey's experience of being such a bad ref. She knew what to look for. <laughs> <laughs> How? How does she know what to look for? I don't know, maybe she maybe she does, does a lot of good films. Never studying. looked. Maybe she does a lot of maybe she goes back and watches a lot of the matches she refs and she's like, yeah, I guess damn, so. I'm an idiot. And then she finally wow, was watching really this one. <laughs> yeah, she was watching this one and was like, I've seen that before. And she goes, stops it. <laughs> we got to reverse this decision. The match must go on. Seriously, though. <laughs> thank you, uh, Aubrey. As much shit as we talk about you. Thanks, thank Aubrey. you. Thank you. Thank you for not allowing us to go through a Jeff Jarrett title reign. I um, I might have okay. Speaking of Aubrey off Edwards, a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of Aubrey Edwards, uh, jumping off a bridge. No, speaking of Aubrey <laughs> Edwards, there was a nice Twitter moment of th- that uh that showed Aubrey Edwards refing the uh refing the Daniel Bryanson versus Tony Nese match, and in a, a picture next to that of her crying when Brian was forced to retire back in 2016. She was live in the crowd there and then live in the crowd, like refing this one. Oh, yeah. I, I feel. Yeah, I've seen that that picture a bunch, I think, before. Yeah. So it's a that's a cool Twitter moment. Uh, and then big news this week is Daniel Bryanson said he wants to face MJF. Uh, Brian Danielson. MJF said, Damn it. Did I say Daniel Bryanson? Yeah, or, you said it twice now. Damn it. I always do that shit, man. Uh, I thought you were doing it on purpose the first time, and then you did it again, and I was like, oh, no, this is not a bit. Yes. <laughs> no. But go on, MJF and Brian, and Brian Danielson. Yeah, so MJF uh, said that Brian could face him at Revolution if he had a match every week and won it. And Brian said, yeah, but I get to choose the stipulation. And he said an hour-long Iron Man match. Which means that uh, Revolution's going to go off the air at like three in the morning. Don't write that down in pen. I'll write it in Sharpie because I think so too. It's going to suck. Yeah. It's going to unless suck. <laughs> unless the match unless the card isn't fourteen matches long. But I just don't see how they don't do that. They they have a long streak of doing shit like that, and that's just how it's going to go. Yeah, if you're going to throw a one hour match in there, it's you're going to get get your money's worth for the pay per view. Yeah, I just wonder how I kind of hope we see like an old school, like very low number of falls match. Like we don't get the first fall until like, I don't know, 30 or 40 minutes in and it ends like and it ends like two to one or something like that. Like, I don't want to see one of these like, I don't know, seven to six final 
hour-long matches, you know, Iron Man matches. I like to see the low-scoring ones. Those are fun. And I think yeah. that, I think these two have the ability to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited for that. Uh, well, sort of. It kind of depends on the build of the rest of the Revolution card. We'll kind of uh-huh. see. If it ends up that it's going to be a 14-match card, I'm going to be less excited for this match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... Um, only other thing from Dynamite that I had was uh the Soraya thing. Oh yeah. So first off, you're wrong. She she picked or she was sitting down with Tony Storm and Hikaru Shida. Was gonna basically say like who she was picking as her partner next week when she faces off against uh Britt Baker and Jamie Hader. Uh, and while while she was sitting there, she was just like, "And I pick you, Tony." And Hikaru Shida was just like, "What the fuck? Why am I here?" She's just third wheeling it there. It was actually pretty funny. Yeah. So here's uh, uh go ahead. So there's two things that could happen. Tony Storm is still her mister or, or is still her partner is the which, first thing. Which is what I think is gonna happen. Or Sheeta Sheeta looked like she was real pissed about that. Sheeta turns heel, attacks Tony backstage, and now she needs a new partner, and then the original partner of Mercedes Monet comes in for the save. I don't know. I think it's a swerve. I saw a report. Now, you can take this with a grain of salt because it came from Dave Meltzer and not Sean Rossap. But uh, I, I didn't read into the whole thing, but I, I think the official report is like she's not going to sign like a long-term contract with AEW. Um, but I think some people are reading it is that like she's not going to appear for AEW at all, like in the near future. So that's the, kind of the reason why I don't think it's Mercedes. But it all could it really could all just be a way to throw us off the trail. I don't know. I still think that she's going to come in and first off wrestle this match and then also end Jade's undefeated streak. Ooh. So possibly be I don't know, Athena when it was her turn to no, do Athena's, it. Athena's Athena's the ROH not now. champion. No, not now, but like when we thought it was going to be her, I don't know. Yeah, it it should have been good there instead of they they just did character assassination to Athena by continuously having her lose. Yeah. I don't know. It's got to be a fresh face, but a well-known face at this point that comes in. and Yeah, uh, we'll see what happens. One more thing to talk about. TNT Championship, Darby Allen versus Samoa Joe. Could Darby Allen take down Samoa Joe? Uh, the Stinger didn't want to comment on that last week. There was a really good promo last week that I don't, don't remember if we talked about it or not. But Sting cut a hell of a promo either, but... last week about that. But it was good. Um, Darby Allen is a new TNT champion. I mean, he, he beat Samoa Joe here. I thought this match was awesome. And I, I mean, are we going to start seeing the downfall of Samoa Joe or is he just going to become an ROH only guy and just keep the television title? Um, regardless, like after the match sting came out and I, I was actually kind of worried for a second that sting might turn. I don't know why I've been thinking that Sting's going to turn. But thank God they embraced big hug. It was heartwarming. I really enjoyed this whole thing. Yeah, it was good. Uh, uh, and I think absolutely the right decision. Some people don't agree, but well, I mean, those people can suck it. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, um, let's uh, let's sign out here next week. Um, we're doing another uh, retro. This time it's insurrection is the next one. One of their. So back in back in the early 2000s they used to do two 
UK pay-per-views a year. So this is one of those. So it's probably not going to be that good. I'm kind of excited to see how bad it's going to be, honestly. So we'll be talking about that next week. We'll see how it goes. And uh, the weekly recap stuff. So obviously we're building towards the Rumble. We'll see what happens. Uh, like obviously Charlotte Flair came back this week. Ron, like Ron, what's what's Ronda going to do? This fallout with uh, Alexa and Bianca. What's the bloodline going to do? Will NXT be good this week? Probably not. Will I watch Rampage? Definitely not. And uh, AEW kind of building towards Revolution already, which is a, a good sign. So we'll see what we got next week. Uh, and then also the uh, Wrestle Kingdom quick rundown next week after I watch it. So as always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DDT WrestlePod. We've been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan and Joe. And we'll catch you on down the road. I was thinking